1: The final furlong podcast is proudly brought to you by BetDAC. Get 0% commission on all sports for 100 days when you join BetDAC.com. New customers only. Terms and conditions apply. And by All About Sunday, the ownership experience where you can own three racehorses for only £18.99 per month. Visit AllAboutSunday.com to get involved today. Now, here's your host, Emmett Kennedy. Welcome back to Racing Live on TalkSport 2. It's Emmett Kennedy with you for the afternoon. I am delighted to say that I am joined by one of the best jobs. He's of his generation, part of that golden era of racing, and that is a multiple grade one winning jockey, dual King George winner on Silvini Conti, dual champion Hurdle winner, champion chase winner, amongst a, a litany of terrific successes at Cheltenham. Noel Feely, welcome to Racing Live on Talks with
0: Morning, Emmet. how are you?
1: I'm in good form, Noel, and listen, you must be in great form as well because your racing syndicate, the Noel Feely Racing Syndicate, is having tremendous success, so congratulations with that to start with. You've also got Thank Cheltenham Festival much. Hopefuls. You've got uh, Tamaris, I've butchered that pronunciation, for the Supreme. You've got Love Envoy for the Mayor's Hurdle as well, uh, and and some other horses coming through too. It's, it's dreamland stuff yes. for you. How are those horses doing, yeah. and how excited are you about Cheltenham?
0: Um, yeah, well, Cheltenham... Cheltenham, I think, from our point of view, from any, I think, from any owner's point of view, but certainly from a Cindy's point of view, Cheltenham is the be all and end all. And if you can have horses good enough to go to Cheltenham, I think it's it's so exciting for everyone involved. And we're lucky enough that we have, I think, we have a handful of horses. Obviously, we have got Love in by who hopefully goes there with a serious chance. Tamaris was very good in the in the Talworth. I think he goes there with a good chance. And uh, we have a couple of others as well. We have a nice horse that. Hopefully we we'll go for champion bumper. Uh, Rebels Hill is is in the Kim Muir, um, so we could have we could have four or five horses. Hopefully, good enough to go there. So that would be really exciting for everyone if we if we do.
1: And you tasted Cheltenham Festival success last year, and different for you because obviously you were a winning jockey. Uh, you partnered Elegant Desoye to victory in what is now the Jack de Bromhead Mayor's Novice Hurdle in 2019, in your final season for Willie Mullins, and then yes. you won the race as an owner. Uh, last year with, with love Envoy what was that feeling like
0: uh look it was dream stuff um when we got when we started the syndicate we did want to have horses good enough to compete at at the bigger meetings that was always the the dream but um it's one thing having the dream it's another thing uh, having the reality but um yeah you know, just for the owners to be involved in love Envoy, getting a runner at Shelton festival they were so so excited and and just to be involved in it, and a horse good enough to run the festival and when she turned in uh, upsides in front, uh, going to the last horror at Sheldon Festival. I can tell you, it was um, it was fairly exciting stuff, and everyone really enjoyed it. It was just it was just brilliant. brilliant. The whole thing was just brilliant for everyone involved.
1: Any truth in the rumours that you did a Jurgen Klinsmann style celebration in the winners' enclosure?
0: I don't think I did. No,
1: <laughs> fake I can't news. Remember, To be honest, <laughs> fake news. Uh, but it is it is gas to think that you know a winning jockey and now a winning owner leading a syndicate. It's terrific to see that happen. Uh, You can find out more about Noel syndicate at racing.com. You also, you didn't just ride winners for Willie Mullins. uh, You have a winner with him as well in training, a horse called Haxo. Uh, So ahead of the Dublin Racing Festival, where Willie Mullins has eight favourites, at least for the DRF. uh, He's the winning most trainer in the history of the Cheltenham Festival. He's almost certainly going to... At least match his winning record of ten winners at a meeting this year. In my opinion, having ridden for him and having a horse in training with him, what is it that sets Willie Mullins apart from everyone else?
0: I, th- I think the man is a genius. Uh, in my opinion, he- he's just brilliant at what he does. He is so meticulous. He lets nothing to chance. Everything he does, to- he probably annoys everyone in the press and all the rest of it because you don't you don't get a decision until the last minute. But I think he has to have everything in front of him, uh, the ground, the runners, you know, how the horse works, the last piece of work, track washes, blood tests. Everything has to be right, and um, I think he ticks all the boxes before he makes that final decision. And like his strike rate is just, I think he's he's over thirty percent every every season, you know. And it's um, it's, it's just it's, he just attention to detail. I think is is unbelievable.
1: He just seems to see things differently to others as well, which is. Just, I, yeah, I agree. It's extraordinary yeah. what he's doing. It really is. And look, the Dublin Racing Festival is basically the Willie Mullins and he's show. Been
0: doing, he's been doing it for years, and he he's not afraid to try try new things. He will he will try a horse over a different trip. He will try a horse on different ground. He will he will do, he will just try things that most people would be afraid to try. Uh, he, he will he will try things.
1: Yeah, he's not beholden to trip like many trainers would be. And probably the best example of, well, there's a very recent example of it, Sir Gerard winning over two miles in a novice chase at Goran, only for to say, yeah, so we'll go for the three-mile novice chase at Cheltenham. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but he ran exactly. Faheen in the three-mile graded race at Limerick. Uh, and that year he would go yes. on to win the the Ballymore and then be a champion hurdler. He, trip isn't really well, what's key to him.
0: Any, any power ran the stairs hurling came back and won a champion hurling, you know, so... Yeah. Uh, he's not afraid to try different trips.
1: Yeah, well, so he's got a, a massive amount of firepower for the weekend, and including the short price favourite for the Irish Champion Hurdle in Statement, five to four currently with Eight at Eight Sport. However, the defending champion Honeysuckle will have something to say about that. She's about a seven to four shot, and she's bidding for her fourth consecutive win in the race. Vauban may very well go as well. How do you see that race panning out?
0: Well, I'd be hoping I'd be hoping we'll see a better showing from Honeysuckle um than we we have done this season so far. And I think if she comes back to her best, I think she will she will give Stateman a, a good run for his money. He looks like a horse. It's it's on the up. Um but I think it'll be a very interesting race between them. Um if Honey Sucker comes back to his, her best we know how good she is. But I think she has to she has to bounce back this time. She was she was probably fairly it was ordinary enough run the last time I thought at Fairy House um for her um so we need we need to see a much better shot from her and if we do i think she can she can definitely give the favor to race
1: is she vulnerable to the new form lines because that's what statement is he represents a new blood a new form coming in and she was taking on classical dream and tiapu for the first time in the Hatton's grace and they ended up finishing in front of her is she just vulnerable to younger legs now
0: I suppose she is. She's nine years of age. None of us get any quicker as we get uh, as we get older, but um, uh, sadly, and that that is the issue. Um, she's nine. She's a nine-year-old mare. Um, how many mares do you see competing at that level at that age? Uh, so that is uh, that's our biggest biggest issue probably, and we have to see if she still has the legs probably at the weekend.
1: Do you see it as a match between Statement and Honeysuckle, or could Vauban bridge that gap?
0: I think verban is is definitely uh, he's definitely an interesting horse. He was after a long layoff last time, ran a nice race, and um, I think I think he'll be a lot closer as well. Uh, and it wouldn't surprise me if he made a big jump forward. So it will be interesting to see how he goes. You know, he he's only a five year old. I could see him making the step up. Um, I know William Mullen was saying earlier in the season he didn't see him as a champion hurdler, but I think on his run the last day. He's definitely in the mix, and um, I don't think he'd be the biggest shock in the world if he wins.
1: Yeah, Willie seemed genuinely stunned that he ran as well as he did in uh, at the Leopardstown Christmas meeting, at behind yes. Stateman, and that told an awful lot, and you are right about what he was saying about him, his champion hurdle prospects earlier in the season, but that talk seems to have changed now. I, I like him a lot, and I'm very interested to see yeah, what he Yeah, and do. A
0: Statement, statement had had the benefit of a run. Vauban was first time out, so... You know, he, I think there'll be a lot closer this time.
1: Who are you going to side with in the Irish Champion Hurdle?
0: Um, I think my heart says Honeysuckle. I'd like to see her come back. Uh, she was a brilliant filly, uh, but I think my head says a Statement will probably win.
1: I like that fence sitting because on one side you get, you're, you're not really wrong. Then I love that. I I use that tactic sometimes as well. By yeah. the way, uh, I, I yeah. deploy that the I old that heart versus head thing. Yeah. I think his statement will probably be the,
0: be the winner, probably.
1: Uh, Irish Gold Cup uh, is going to be on the fourth. That race, the Irish champion hurdle, is on the fifth. Uh, and gallop on the champ is a pretty short price for victory. Threes on currently with 8 8 sport. The big question with him really is is stamina. Uh, is that a concern for yeah. you? And if he wins this, uh, as the market expects him to, just how much of a player is he for the Gold Cup?
0: Look, he has looked really, really impressive. Um I think he'll probably get the trip, no problem. Uh, and I hope he continues his run. He, I think he looks very, very good. Uh, I think he'll win. To be honest, I think he, what he was doing at Cheltenham last year looked very impressive. And um, I, th- I think he'll win. I think he's very, very good. And um, if he wins on on Saturday, I think he'll be a sharp price favourite for Cheltenham.
1: Yeah, he could go odds on. And and to be honest, I wouldn't argue with that uh, too much, although. The opposition isn't tremendous. It's disappointing that we don't have a Manila Indo who won on New Year's Day, and yeah. uh, Conflated is skipping this and going straight to Cheltenham as well. He would have been really interesting here. Uh, so his biggest danger is, is coming from yeah, within his own two, yard. That's that's probably Staffler. Yeah,
0: it's a two-part race, really. Kim Boy always runs a good race. He'll be probably picking up prize money, but Slatter is probably the, the most um, likely one to give him a race, I suppose. But you'd like to think Gallop in the Champs, I think, is... Is a sharper, classier type of horse than him, and um, I think he'll be the
1: winner. If you were to do a Davy Russell and come back, and I get Davy was only out of action for three weeks, but if you were to come back yeah. and I could get you the ride on either Gallop and Deschamps or Statler in the Gold Cup for Cheltenham, who would you choose?
0: Or Gallop and Dechamps. Um He looks very exciting. Uh, he looks a good jumper. He looks he looks a classy animal. Uh, yeah, I'd love a go on him. He'd be the one, I'd say.
1: Champion Chase Market was really shaken up at the weekend with Editor-Git's victory over Edward Stone and Anergamine fluffing his lines. Uh, but willie has got a pretty good backup in Blue Lord, who's going to be, again, a short price for Willie at the DRF uh, this weekend. This race will be run on the Sunday. Three's on currently with 8-8 Sport. And again, his big rivals come from within his own yards. Gentleman Me uh, is currently the second favourite. Just with a view to Cheltenham, you want to see him put in a faultless display like he did at the Leopardstown Christmas meeting, but you'll look back at last year's Arkle and see a seven-length gap between himself and Edwardstone. Does Blue Lord appeal to you as a horse who will be suited to Cheltenham this season? And is is it possible that he's just matured and is a better horse than he was last year?
0: It's quite possible, but I, I find it hard to see Blue Lord being good enough to win a champion chase. I think he will probably win at the weekend because I don't think it's a very strong race. Um, but do I see him winning a champion chase? I probably struggle to see it. I think um, he might not be sharp enough. And um, I think the likes of I think I was impressed with Edward Stone the weekend. Uh, Nergamine obviously he had a big blowout. Uh, I don't know whether there's any load coming at or not, but uh, I was impressed with Edward Stone the weekend. I thought he had raced a little bit early, looked a bit fresh. a long time since he. Had a proper race because he unseated early at Kempton at Christmas. Mm. Uh, I think he will come forward for that race the other day. Uh, I thought he was the one to take over the race. So, um, yeah, I struggle to see Blue Lar being good enough to win the champion chase, I think.
1: Dennis Regan and I were talking about him on the final Furlong podcast the other day about Edward Stone. And uh, his view was that Edward Stone would be ridden much closer to the pace in the champion chase. Um, and there is a, a notable change in tactics, but the hold-up performance is what they did in the Tinkle Creek as well, which was an extraordinary performance. Like that proved Edward Stone is very much a, a grade one chaser and a, and a champion chase contender. He was held up quite a bit. Alan King did say it was his instructions. He told Tom to leave it as late as possible.
0: Yeah, I would say he'll be ridden probably behind the leaders in the champion chase. Yeah. Um... Uh, yeah, I think I think he was. I don't know were they fearful of the fact that he hadn't had a run for a while, and they knew he was going to be fresh and gassy because he looked he looked fresh and gassy uh, over racing, and um, I thought he looked like he got tired up the running as well. So um, I'm not sure why they why Alan King instructed to hold him up so much, but maybe that was the reason. Um, but I could see a much I could see them riding much more forward at Cheltenham at the, in the Champion Chase and. I think I think he's only hard enough to beat, to be honest.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm starting to agree with you, and I'm on Blue Lord at twenties, but I'd swap it for Edward Stone right I hope now. You're on each way. I'm
0: not.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mate. So uh, yeah, oh well, oh well. Uh, at least I told everybody to back him at twenties before Christmas, so hopefully well, people yeah, did. It was a good you're show. In, you're in a good spot, but yeah, I, I would I would personally trade out to Edward Stone right now. Um, the juvenile Hurdlers. So, Blood Destiny has been taken out, which is a bit of a shame. But again, the Willie Mullins bandwagon rolls on. Uh, Lassie Mouth, odds on favourite for the spring juvenile hurdle and a short price favourite for the Triumph. And the horse who was second to her on debut from the Mullins Yard, Gala Marsau is the big rival for her in the market. Uh, he's also got Gust of Wind, who could make his debut. So, he, he's actually got the first four in the betting to Cow uh, for Mark Walsh, who's probably going to head for the, the Boodles at the Cheltenham Festival. Uh, she looks very special, Lassie Mouth and all.
0: Yeah, she looks very good. Um, and I think the word from the William Mullins camp is that she's by far their best um, juvenile as well. So um, I think I think she'll probably she'll probably take all the beat. she's looked very very good so far. She gets the seven pound allowance. Um, I think she's the most likely winner. Winner. I think um, he has another filly in there as well. First time Alcinza who's actually fourth. Fourth behind Lassie Mountain, um I think it's a Grade One in Otay, uh having her first run over hurdle, so she could be interesting at a big price.
1: Very, very interesting. Um, Willie Mullins just dominates the juvenile hurdle markets in general right now, uh, and yeah. there's there's currently eight horses entered for that race. Um, six of them trained by Willie. Brendan Duke's got 150 yeah. to one shot, and Henry. Uh, is going to run ascending with Rachel on board, but it's it's the Willie Mullins bandwagon and it continues. Yes, yes. It uh, continues We'd to like
0: quite a few of the great ones over there, but um, yeah, look, he's got a very strong hand in it, so I think um, they're, they're all very, very good horses, probably in their own right, but I think Lassie Mode probably is, is the pick of them.
1: And Thankfully, we get a bit of a change of pace and more trainers get to throw their hats into the... Oh, wait, no, sorry, they don't. Uh, it's the Irish Arkel. <laughs> the two, and a, the two and a half mile novice chase. Uh, Gordon has got the favours, shockingly, for the two and a half mile Labrooks novice chase with Mighty Potter, 15-8 currently with 8 to 8 sport. Uh, but... Willie's got all of the rivals against him, and he's got appreciated two to one uh, for the Irish Arkle. dicer Dynamo nine to four with eight at eight sport as we record. Uh, Banbridge is, is currently the third favorite, is a horse I, I like quite a lot. Um, look, these races are, are going to be very interesting in their own regard, and I'm very keen to hear who you like in the Irish Arkle uh, and in the two and a half mile novice chase as well. But I can't look at these races and not talk about the Cheltenham Festival with you. Uh, the Arkle is dominated by John Bond, but behind him it's all Willie Mullins horses. And even that reference to Sir Gerard, the fact that Willie brought up the National Hunt Chase uh, that he's not entered for that race, so let's go for the three miler is is his current thinking. I can't help but think that yeah. he's doing that on the basis that he's got such strength and depth for the Turners and for the Arkle.
0: Yes, well, if you look at like appreciated as he was such a good hurdler, obviously he didn't interrupt the season last season and ended up running him in the Champion Hurdle. His only start, uh, which probably wasn't ideal, but. um, he was he was a very impressive winner of a Supreme. He looked very, very impressive in his first couple of runs of offences this season. Um, if he can reproduce that sort of form, I think he's a worthy favourite for the Arkle on Saturday. And I think he'll make John Bongo go a bit at Cheltenham as well. So, um, a very interesting race. Dysart Dynamite looked Dynamite look very good at Leopardstown as well. Interesting to see which one Paul Townen rides. But. Um, I would imagine probably Appreciated has the edge.
1: Yeah. And even I was thinking that Appreciated might be the one who would go for the Turners, might go for the intermediate trip. But yes, yes. When William Mullins made the entries of the horses uh, that could go further, he put El Fabiolo in the two and a half mile novice chase and kept Appreciated and Dicer Dynamo to two miles. So. It's Willie Mullins' bingo. Yes. You don't want to get too ahead of yourselves. And, and trying no. to tr- playing poker with Willie Mullins is a losing game. But it would seem yes. as though Appreciated and Dice Dynamo as things stand, and Saint-Roy, would be his Oracle contenders.
0: Yes, it looks that way. But I think it, uh, El Fabiolo is still in the Saturday race, as far as I know, isn't he? He is. Um, so, look, there, what a strong hand he's got again for this race. But, yeah. Um, you know, he probably looks like Appreciated, Dysart, Dynamo are probably the, the two best ones, but I'm I i really I'm a big fan of Appreciated. Uh, I've loved him from his novice hurl days, and I, he hasn't done anything to disappoint me over fences so far, so um, I think he could be a bit special over fences.
1: Okay, I'm fascinated to see what dicer Dynamo can do, primarily because Willie had taken everything out of the two-mile grade one novice chase on St. Stephen's Day, Boxing Day, except for St. Roy and dicer Dynamo. He left him in very, very late, uh, almost making his debut in a grade one. And at the last second, pulled him out and went for the novice chase instead, which he bolted up by 28 lengths in. So I'm, I'm very interested yes. to see what he can do, because it, it's pretty clear that he was thinking I might give him his debut in a grade one. Um, Mighty yeah, Potter yeah. is is a grade one winner. He was terrific at Ferry House and beating Gair de Manil and, and his favorite at 15 to 8 with 8 to 8 sport for the, the two and a half mile Novice Chase on the Sunday. Uh, but again, Willie Mullins has the rivals. Hamas de Burleigh, Gerard de Manil El Fabiolo. Jerry Colomb will go to the Sicily Isles at Sandown on Saturday for Gordon. Um, yes. You'd like to see Gordon win here just to mix things up a little bit. But how do you see that race panning out?
0: I suppose Mighty Potter has been very impressive. Um, James de Burley won well um, last. Time I think it was a punchdown, wasn't it? Uh, mm. But after a long layoff, uh, he's probably got a bit to find. I think Gal. Galliard de Mesnil, I think he could be maybe the best of willies. Um, but I think Mighty Potter probably has the best farm in the book. Um, uh, Kilcroot was a good hurdler last year. He was good. He got well beat by um, Jory Colombi at Limerick the last day. It'd be interesting to see how he can go up at this race. But um, I think probably, again, Mighty Potter probably the favourites will be hard to beat. And I suppose this is probably Garden's best chance of getting the grade one the weekend.
1: It looks like it. Um, it looks like it because, again, that Willie Mullins bingo bandwagon just keeps on rolling on. Uh, yes. And we do have different trainers who are favourite for, or at least have the horses prominence in the betting for the 2-mile-6 Novice Hurdle uh, on Saturday. Good Land for Barry Connell is the 5-2 to favourite with 8-8 eight eight Sport from Sandor Clagane, who's held in high regard by Paul Nolan, was very impressive at Punchestown in November. Uh, Gordon has got American Mike, who was second to Fasel in the champion bumper and, and a good horse in his own right. I'm fascinated by Nigel Tristan Davis's We've All Been Caught First of all because he's bringing a horse over To the Dublin Racing Festival There's only three British Raiders And he's one of them And secondly his form ties into Hermes Alain, uh, And he stayed on very well against him Hermes Elan's now favourite for the Ballymore And crucially Rock My Way uh, Who he beat on New Year's Day And that horse has come out and won on Trials Day Um, I I like this fella an awful lot How do you see this race going?
0: it'd be nice, nice for Nigel to bring him to Ireland. Um, Nigel never shies away from anything, but um, I think they think the track in Ireland would really suit. He's a, he's a great big horse. Uh, when he won his bumper in Newbury, Nigel was um, comparing him to uh, his, his Gold Cup winner, who his name escapes Imperial me right Commander. now. Um, yes, Imperial Commander. He was comparing him to him, so he obviously thinks the world of him. Um, but again, this looks a very good race. Um American Mike was obviously a very good bumper horse last year. It'd be nice to see what he can can do uh, over her. We'll see if he can up it a little bit. But, um, yeah, I, I hope Nigel can go over and go and win. It'd be, it'd be lovely if he could. And uh, I suppose the horse with the, the second rock my way coming out and winning the other day at Cheltenham. Um, the farm looks good, so he's got every chance, I think.
1: And we'll see Fasal Vega uh, as well over the weekend. Uh, another Willie Mullins short price favourite. to 5-2 on currently. With 888 Sport, we're still trying to figure out where Gaelic Warrior goes. But high definition will be up against him. And he beat Diverge, who absolutely bolted up on Monday. Uh, Ilay Tomp is in there as well, who I hope is going to go down the county hurdle route because he's qualified for the handicaps. Um, Fasal Vega is a stunning-looking horse. He's a big, strapping horse, different to his mother, but has his mother's talent uh, in Vega by the looks of things. Um, is bred to be a champion by walk in the park out of Cuevega. I was at the DRF last year and my jaw was on the floor when he powered up and just quickened away in, in the uh, champion bumper beating Sandor Clagain by twelve lengths. Um how good could this fella be?
0: Well he he looks so impressive, doesn't he? Um it's it's the way Willie Mullen speaks about him that's uh, the more scary, I think. <laughs> I don't know. Have I ever heard Willie Mullen speak about a horse so highly? Um so, he obviously, he obviously thinks the world of him, and um, when William Mullen speaks about a horse like that, you got to respect it, and I think, I think he, lo- he looks the real deal, but um, again, it'll be nice to see him out again the weekend and see if see if he is as good as he thinks he is, but he certainly looks looks the part, anyway.
1: Who's the big danger to him in your eyes?
0: I think, I think also O'Brien's horse, high definition, is obviously a very, very good flat horse, and to do what he did, first them over Hurls, um, I thought that was a very, very good performance around Leperstone. Um you know, he, he won well, I thought, and I think if he can step forward from that, he's obviously, he's obviously right in the mix. But, um, yeah, Fassel Vague, I think, just looks very, very good.
1: And with a view to the Supreme itself, you've obviously got a, a market rival in in tomorrow's a, a very good winner uh, of a grade one last time out in the Tallworth. Um, he's, do you go there with hope, or do you go there with confidence against Vessel Vega?
0: Um, I go there with hope, probably with everything. But um, I know how hard it is to win at Cheltenham. But the um, powerful has done nothing wrong. He's won his three starts over, over hurdles. He was, I thought, I was very impressed with him at Sandown in the Tallworths. I know he kicked the last couple of hurdles out of the ground on very bad ground, uh, and people are now crabbing. He's jumping, but he's jumping, he's actually a very, very good jumper and I think he's got a bit of quality. I think he'll improve a little bit as well. I think he goes there with with a chance of, of picking up some prize money. I wouldn't be saying he's going to, he's an absolute certainty, but um, I think he deserves his chance and um, we'll be giving it a good shot.
1: Of the horses we're going to see, is there anybody else that you're particularly interested in, any of the bumper horses that stand out to you or a handicapper to watch out for?
0: Uh, you've got me on the spot now um, we run Rebels Hill in the Kim I think um, I think we haven't seen the best of him I think he's second or third favourite for the Kim at the moment um, and he's a horse I'm looking forward to running he's always a better horse in the spring he ran okay at Sandown last time I think there's a bit more to come from him um, I, I think he could be a very big player in the Kim
1: and if I could give you any horse that you could add to your ownership any racehorse that's going to run at the Dublin Racing Festival that you could just transfer over to Noel Feely Racing, who would it be?
0: Gallop and the Champs. To um, have a heart good enough to go for a Gold Cup uh, would be massive. Um, and I think he looks the real deal. I think he can win at the weekend in, in Dublin Racing Festival. I think he can win a Gold Cup, so uh, he'd be the one if I could get a choice of anything, he's the one for me.
1: Noel Feely pleasure talking to you. Enjoy the Dublin Racing Festival and looking forward to talking to you some more in the build up to Cheltenham. Best of luck with NoelFeelyRacing.com as well.
0: Thank you very much. Cheers. Thank you.
1: The final furlong podcast is proudly brought to you by BetDAC. Get 0% commission on all sports for 100 days when you join BetDAC.com. New customers only. Terms and conditions apply. And by All About Sunday, the ownership experience where you can own three racehorses for only 18 pounds, 99 per month. Visit AllAboutSunday.com to get involved today.